Welcome into the Son of a Batch, where a hopelessly romantic mother and her skeptical son catch you up on the latest Bachelor franchise drama with laughs, tears, and a multi-generational perspective. Let's go. I'm not the kind of girl you bring home to mama. If my mama loves me, then why you say I'm not yours? the kind of girl you bring home to mama? If my mama loves me, then why can't yours? Say I'm not the kind of girl. All right, we're back. Had a couple week hiatus there. Yeah, life gets in the way, man. Yeah, apologies to the listeners, but now we're ready to cover some hometowns, some women tell all, and get gear up for the next couple weeks. Do we have another two episode week next week, Ma? Uh, Unsure. Probably. I I don't think so. No. No? I think we have one. I think it's one in one. Okay. Love that. Love that. Yeah. Um, Seems like from that perspective, and that can kind of guide us into the rest of this. They don't have a lot to cover. It just doesn't seem like they have the same amount to cover as they normally do. Would you agree with that? Um, yes, because he he doesn't do drama. Right, so, right. So they don't have to add like a bunch of extra episodes. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, just I, at this point, I most of the past few seasons, I remember being like two episodes every week for the last like four. And I'd be like, shit, yeah. okay, here we go. Well, and I think, you know, you've got two things. You've got a bachelor that doesn't, he's decisive and doesn't want drama and the women really like each other. So the stuff that's happened is so minuscule. It's like, they like each other. They really, really like each other. So I think it just is kind of a drama free season and I don't hate it. Sure. Well, don't don't say all that before, before the women tell all right. I mean, (laughs) that wasn't exactly peaceful. Um, no. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean, but it was the same old beefs. It was kind of I don't know. I I didn't find it very productive or entertaining if I'm being honest cuz it's not like you learned something new. No. Except for that they were some women that wanted to take other women down. Like the women that didn't last very long wanted to take other people down like the um cat and I don't remember who the other person was that wanted to take Anastasia down. Anastasia yeah, down. she she probably got the worst end of the stick out of all of it. And that's interesting just considering how much shit went down, how many people could have taken that uh that title. And she Well, she and it was just it. like they were accusing her of having a boyfriend, but they had no proof and the story didn't even make sense. And it was like it made them, in my opinion, I think the accusers looked worse than she did. And she kind of, she held her own. I mean, she just, she just kind of was like, whatever, I'm not going to even entertain that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of buy it. I'm not going to lie to you. It didn't seem, <laughs> I, I buy that she was, she told people she was on there for a business. Yeah. I, I believe I, the boyfriend stuff, maybe not, but she didn't seem to like answer that question with certainty. Yeah, there was no point. certainty. And I guess I didn't give a shit. I mean, I guess. No, I really where, don't. I, could I was agree. like. Anyone uh, who goes by Stasi, I just, I can already tell you we're not going to get along. I don't like her. You know, <laughs> I don't need to see her anymore. Which and means think, she'll be a main character on Paradise. I think it was good that they called out her, you know, saying that um, there there was violence, you know, that I, I'm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blanking Kylie. on her name. Kylie. Um, 
but that she was being violent. And I think that was really good. And I, I also liked that it was brought up that, you know, in general, women of color, black women are accused of being violent or being mean or being angry. And that, you know, playing into that is really not cool. Um, yeah, but I saw I that she- one coming a mile away. Like when it happened, I was like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that didn't come up in the show. So. Yeah, and I th- I think it was good that they had it on the show because I think the show's been adverse to that. And I also think um I think she took it in. I don't think she like, you know, you can you can take two paths. You can deny it and be like, "I am not, you know, I didn't that's not what I she just took it in and didn't make it a bigger thing." So I think I think that was good and um hopefully hopefully that was a good learning thing for everybody. Yeah. Who else? What other drama? Like Christina, I thought was going to have a lot of drama. You know, I just thought she cracks me up, though. Like when they are leaving at the very end, she's like that five year old in a grown woman's body. So as they're walking them out of the studio before they announce um, Charity as the Bachelorette, she like sees the camera and like pans to it. She like smiles and everybody else is walking out and she's like the five year old <laughs> looks at the camera. I don't know why I enjoy the five year old and a grown woman's body sometimes. Sure. But she didn't, there wasn't a lot of stuff going on. Um, so I, I will say, I know we've talked a lot about her potentially being the bachelorette. Uh, I think that would be entertaining is where I've really gotten to like, I didn't watch Hannah Brown season, but I am kind of interpreting her as similar vibes to, to Hannah Brown. I think, I don't know if she's as, I don't know if she has the maturity level, but Hannah Brown season was epic. I, I recently listened to a podcast where she was talking about her season and her season was so freaking epic. And she kept talking about, I didn't think about that. They would put all this stuff on TV. So she wasn't like trying to um, filter herself at all. She was just doing whatever. She's like, I watched that back and they put all of it on TV. And I'm just like, yep. But yeah, she she would be funny. But I am thrilled that they picked Charity. How do you feel about that? Oh, my God. I missed it. They said that? When, I, I watched the whole thing today. I'm not lying. When did they say that? I it totally was at the that. end. So, you know, when they're walking off the stage. And so they they went and knocked on her dressing room and, and told her she was the bachelorette. Ah, I see. Well, good for her. <laughs> so, yes. So we already know who the bachelorette is. And she is going to be phenomenal. Man, really? See, I was I was thinking about during Women's Hell All, I was thinking about who I would want. And I'm I'm like pretty much in the camp of like this season is an exact example why we don't want somebody like Charity in this role. Is you put somebody super competent in this role and it's like just it's just kind of a snooze. You're like, I could have I could have totally passed on that season. So I I, I'm Go ahead. I think you're going to be surprised. So I just listened to another podcast where they were talking about how funny she is and how like you really didn't get to see all of that on the show. Um, but apparently she is just hilarious. And mm, um, and so it could be really fun and it also could be fun. So I think it's a lot more fun to watch a woman who's competent and emotionally intelligent 
with men that are not than it is to watch it the other way around. See, but and like, so, I feel like we've had that, right? Wouldn't you say like Michelle was that? Like I, my point yeah. is, I don't know. I'd be, I'd, I've kind of had enough of that as of late. I'm like, all right, throw somebody in there who's a little crazy. Throw somebody in there who's going <laughs> to say some shit they, they're going to regret. Who's going to like do something crazy. I don't know. I'm. Yeah. Th- that's my only reasoning. I'm sure she'll do a fine job. I just mean in terms yeah. of viewer excitement. I, I get I it. Bet we, I, I think we could find somebody a little bit more entertaining. But okay. Yeah. I, it wow, would definitely totally be that. Christina, I think. Um, I also would kind of love to see Ariel as the Bachelorette. As yeah. Well. No, that would be another good one. I agree. That's that's kind of like um, the, the vibe that I mean of like somebody who's just like goofy and kind of like out there. And I mean, maybe Ariel isn't. Ariel is not nearly to the extent no. like Christina is, but no. more that vibe. You know what I'm so, saying? Whereas, so you want a bachelor who's a hot mess? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm all, I'm team hot mess <laughs> for sure. That's what I I'm saying. Know. Yeah. For me, this has really been a lovely season to watch. So I think um, after I watched uh, the hometown dates and then went to the chiropractor and I really like my chiropractor and I think she thinks I'm lying that we do a podcast because we haven't done one since I started going to her. Um, but I walked in and I'm like, I'm not okay. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I just watched hometowns and I'm not okay. So I think, um, I, I was ready for some super emotional shit to go down and nothing happened. And I was like, huh, Yeah, but what, what did she watch? I think for me, like, what did she watch? What'd no, you what did what did you? I was thinking because you told me before you watched or after you watched the episode that it was you were crying through the whole thing, and I hadn't watched it yet, so I was prepared I for that. The and then I was like, thing. "What part of this was sad?" Well, because I think so. Um, my chiropractor said that her friends nominate her to be the bachelor at all the time. And I'm like, I refuse to let you go after this time. I do not want you to go because so many of these women what? came from what trauma. Well, so three of the, three of the women have really traumatic backgrounds. And so I, as a mom, am like, oh, don't, this is not the stage for somebody who, let's, let's talk about Katie. Katie's birth father left her when she was four months old. Her stepdad left when she was 14. And she's like, I can't have another man leave me. And I'm like, this is not the format for you because (laughs) there's a really high chance that somebody's going to you know, that you're going to be um, rejected by another man. Well, maybe not for Katie, maybe for the other two, but yeah. And so, and then Charity, you know, she really had some trauma with being cheated on. I, I don't know. It just felt like these women, these stories were like, I really connected with all of their stories. And so I literally wanted Katie's mom to tell her not to continue. <laughs> I was like, please, please. Please tell Katie not to continue because I don't want to see her get a broken heart. And I know that's, they all take this <laughs> risk, but I also don't think any of them ever think they're going to make it to the last four. Yeah. Well, that's I, the spirit, mom. Yeah. If you've, if your heart's been broken before, never, never get back out there. I know. I know. Sad. It sounds, I know, but it's just, this is a s- setup, you know, like you go out on a date <laughs> and you date somebody for six months and you break up. Okay. But Putting yourself in the position to statistically be broken up with, 
Oh, I, I, I struggled. I don't know. I don't know what happened to me. I became a real mama bear in this episode. So let's well, kind of, let's safe jump. to say the Kool-Aid has been drunk over uh, at, at one end of this podcast. For sure. <laughs> right? um, first of all, can we talk about the longest shower scene ever that happened at the beginning of this, of the hometown date? I, I laughed out loud. I laughed I out loud because I really thought we like, were done. And then I was like, you're kidding. They just had to cherry on. Of course they would. Why did I not see that coming? Of course. Uh, was it was so one long. One more <laughs> to finish. <up. laughs> it was so long and so awful. I'm just like, I really like him, but I'd never need to see him in a shower ever again. But it was so long. I just was like, oh, good God. Um, so the first date is in Vermont with Gabby and I take a ton of notes and I didn't take very many notes. So I personally thought Gabby was the one he was going to send home. So what did you think of this date? I was pretty sure he was going to send Ariel home out of the four. Um, so I was shocked when he gave her the first rose. I was like, holy shit, here we go. Um, let's see. What did I think of Gabby's date? Uh, didn't think much about the syrup tasting and stuff. I, I mean, it's unique. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't find it to. I don't have a ton of to say. Uh, her family seemed good. I was curious to see because that's what I'm thinking. If I'm him throughout this process, which one of these is an easy out? And out of the four of them, I would say Ariel because I mean, one, I don't think their connection is you know because it's a late blooming one that always seems to be a good indicator. But then two, like. I thought Gabby's family was really cool, super, super nice and accepting, blah, blah, blah. Whereas with Ariel, you're, you're going into a family that's going to be skeptical, skeptical of you from day one. Now, maybe that ignites some like, oh, I want to win them over type of vibes. But outside of that, um, that would be tough. So for me, the Gabby choice is just boring. Like the, it's, it's the classic nice family Everything's cool. Um, no trauma. She's, yeah. she's lovely. She, <laughs> she's younger. She doesn't have as much of a story. I think in my mind, Gabby does not stack up against the other three women because the other three women are so interesting. Mm. And so, uh, oh, there's just so much to them. So like Ariel, I, I don't know if, about the connection. I, you might be right about that. But Ariel is... Um, Oh my gosh, she's enticing. Like she, just everything about her is just so fun to watch. I can't I can't quit watching her. Um so that and and I thought it was funny that he picked the store brand syrup as his favorite, which I probably would do too if you're not Oh yeah, that's like us with olive oil. Yeah. The <laughs> real shit is disgusting. Go with the go with the other stuff. But I did think her dad was sweet. Um you know, I thought it was sweet that her dad believes in love at first sight. I thought that was so. She has a sweet family. Um, I would agree with you on the boring choice, though. That 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 makes sense to me. I I can get on that train, and, and I it's think, a safe choice. Yeah, it's and a I super think safe choice for me. Past Ariel, I was as soon as Ariel got the rose, I was like, oh, okay, so it's Gabby then. So then, when it was Charity, I was like, damn. All right, they set us up for that one. I was um, really surprised about Charity. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the New York date with Ariel. I mean, very familiar for you and I because, I mean, that's kind of what you do in New York. You go from restaurant to bar to restaurant to bar to restaurant. Yeah. Um, so that is like a classic New York date. But I, they but should I really, have ridden the subway. Did they or did they? I, I don't, don't think know. they did. 
But if um, they didn't, they should have ridden the subway because I think that's a real like experience in and of itself. Maybe they couldn't fit the camera crew, but I think yeah, that would, that would yeah. Be fun. But like just this beautiful story of this family. She's first generation. Her family fled the Soviet Union. She's so proud of her heritage. I mean, she's just oh, she's exotic as hell. Um. I thought her, you know, her brother, we're used to the brother stuff. I didn't think he was any worse than other brothers we've seen. Did you? Sure. Uh, I thought this one was a little bit, like, just family-wise was a little bit worse than what we've seen. Like, I thought Rachel's dad was Rachel, uh, Bachelorette Rachel, can't remember her name. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I thought her dad was... He was scary. No, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't even think he was scary. I think he was fake no? scary. It was like a. I thought it was like a joke. Like I thought, you know what I mean. Whereas yeah. these guys, I mean, they, they he hit really hard hitting questions. Like like they both said they were like, "Wow, I haven't been grilled like that." Yeah, they got grilled. I don't think we've seen anybody get grilled like that in a while. Well, and I, I she told him they were going to get roasted, but afterwards she's like, "Oh my gosh, I've never been roasted like this." Yeah. So, but I, I loved her dad. I thought her dad's questions were really good, like um, asking what's different about Ariel, and then asking why am I expected to be a hundred percent in when you're only twenty five percent in. I I kind of loved some of the questions. Yeah, but I also think that stuff's kind of dumb to ask because it's like obviously, yeah. what's he gonna say? Like, if you oh. know the setup of the show, you're like, there's absolutely nothing that he can say. Then I was also cringing. So the first time you meet somebody's parents, you probably talk about like the one thing you shouldn't bring up. And I was laughing so hard because I don't know if she said it on the show or if I've heard it in a podcast, but Ariel's dad, she's like, I think he he was telling me that everybody's naked and has orgies on this show. And she's like, I think he's watching a different show, but I didn't tell him that. So the first thing Zach says is, oh, we went on this date and there were naked people. <laughs> and I'm like, out of all the things. Maybe keep that part to yourself. Yeah. Nice. Good job, dude. <laughs> I mean, I do know that when sometimes when I get nervous, I word vomit. But wow. I was like, out of all the things you could have said. Yeah. You just thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, I did think her brother, when he was like, what? you know, what makes you special? Zach doesn't know what makes him special. <laughs> He's like, ah, I have a really good heart and I'm a good cook. Oh yeah. We should definitely give Ariel approval then. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that was the cringiest answer out of all. It's like, what, what, yeah. I, th- that is a tough one though. Cause I think the go-to is like, you know, why are you enough for my daughter? Well, I'm not, that's the easy answer. Right. But like, it's, it's tough to be like, to pump yourself up. Yeah. So, yeah, but tough, tough answer out of our boy. Yeah, that it wasn't great. So I love Ariel as his choice. Um, I just think what a compelling life, but I think she probably wouldn't fold into the life that I, th- I think it would be a lot more complicated. So she's not the easy choice. She's the she's the spicy, fun, adventurous choice. And I don't think he's going to make that. Yeah, I don't think it's particularly close between Katie and the rest. Yeah. And I don't think it has been. And I, I it even seemed like if I'm being honest, and you're not going to agree with me on this one, 
but I even seemed like when Charity went home and he was shedding tears that that seemed a little bit forced. It was I, was, I was like, dude, he's, I think he's just all in on Katie and it's not even close. And I can't remember Katie went last. So that, that tracks too. Um, so, uh, Charity, they went to Georgia. She met his family at a picnic, which I did love that. I love the like big family tailgate. Yeah. I like that these families aren't bringing him into their personal home. Cause there's something like really intimate about bringing someone into your home. And so I, I kind of like how some of these dates went where they just were like at a restaurant, at a, at a field, but wow. What a, um, as far as a family vibe, I loved the vibe of uh, Charity's family and friends. Oh yeah. That's why I was thinking, I don't know how you send her home. Um, uh-uh. I, I, yeah, I don't know how that happened either. Um, she had this really touching moment with her parents where she told them that, you know, you are my hope. Um, her brother seemed really like the right mix, right? The right mix of protective and the right mix of just, I just love you and I don't want you to be hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree. I think she had a great family. Um, this is kind of like going back to the now knowing now that I completely miss that now knowing that she's a bachelorette. <laughs> she's just, she's like very emotional. Like she's a very emotional person and it's yeah. it, that that's going to be a lot in and of itself. Like how many times have we seen her cry this season? And then yeah. it's like, you get why, like she has a family that clearly is full of like love and emotion. And that's, that's a big thing. But yeah. Ugh. Anyway, I'm just like foreseeing how many times we're going to see her. She well, and the, the way they did it. So I, I kept wondering, like, how do they know that she's going to say yes? And I guess they wouldn't have had to show it. Um, I, but I think it was live TV. I, nah, I don't know. I don't no, know. They definitely asked her beforehand for sure. Uh, they made it seem like they didn't. And you know, I drink the Kool-Aid, so stop messing with me. Um, well, Mom, I, like, there's a very good chance that somebody says no, or I have to think about it or whatever. Like, they had to be sure that she was going to yeah. say yes. Yeah. They probably had several people that, you know, yeah. So, yeah, but. Maybe she actually found out it was her then, but she definitely knew there was a, she definitely accepted a, would you do it if you could? Yeah. Yeah. So I am thrilled for her. I hope it's like this spectacular season. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm I just saying say, we've seen a couple of bachelors with their heads up their asses. Why can't we see a bachelorette with her head up her ass? I think that'd be pretty fun. <laughs> That's all I've seen, right? It's to your point earlier of I think it's more fun to watch incompetent <laughs> men with a competent woman. I'm like, let's see an incompetent woman and see how that goes. <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I've had a, I've had only incompetent men since we've started this. I guess Zach is now the... I guess refreshing uh, take, but yeah, I mean, to the, to the point of um, going back to what you said about Ariel with, I don't know if she'll cater to his lifestyle, like who wins that battle? It's yeah. Cause it, it just, he seems like he has this whole life, you know, my parents have been married for this long, you know, I don't know. It's just like, he wants to recreate what he grew up with. Right. So it seems like with charity, like she's got this, big family who she's super passionate about. I would, I would imagine it's going to be hard to keep her away from them. And then with Katie, Oh, I already live where you do. Cool. Which, okay. Let's move on to that date. Spectacular freaking date. Yeah. Awesome. Like, pretty dope. 
I mean, just like, okay, we're just going to act like it's a everyday help me do. I mean, whoa, I don't think I've ever seen that date. Um, and it was so good because they really got to play house all yeah. day. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, that's why I think that like sealed the deal. I think that yeah. was like the, also that grocery store that they went to, I've been to before that's on uh, South Congress. Oh, so really? I know this. So it was cool <laughs> seeing like some of the spots. I, well, I guess I'm trying to think of where they were when they initially showed up. I, I almost think that's where I brought you guys, uh, where we had that nice view of the city. Oh yeah. I think that might've been where they started out anyway. Um, yeah, so, there's, yeah, there's a lot there that I think is just pretty obviously. It's also so, like, I was thinking back their first date is them staying overnight together like that. Yeah. I want to talk about a leg up. I know. Well, and I, I wouldn't, I couldn't be happier. Like I think Katie's the one I worry the most about getting sent home. I charity. I was a little worried. Ariel will be a fine. I think Gabby will be fine. Um, but Katie, I think this is just, you know, it, it would be really hard on her and Oh, how bad would that suck to live where he lives and have, have you just moved to Austin and here's this guy that reject, you know, that didn't pick you. Oh God. Terrible. But um, there were a couple of things that I loved. Like she said, I'm a brighter version of myself. And her mom said, I've never seen this Katie before. So I just, and the fact that her mom endorsed him, which, you know, her mom wasn't going to do that. Like her mom's like, I don't want to, but I do really like him. So you are, the Kool-Aid is flowing over there. You're drunk on Kool-Aid right now, aren't I you? I am drunk on Kool-Aid. <laughs> Holy shit. So, so let's sober me up. Um, the Sean Lowe stuff. Oh, God. I did not watch his season. So, And that's like really uh, supposedly, you know, one of the – that's Sean Lowe is a success story. He is so damn boring and not even that helpful. I was just like oh. – yeah. Yeah. Actually, by this point, I just kind of started to think like, oh, I think I know the answer. <laughs> who's Who's the most fun? Yeah. I, ugh. I, I was just like, oh my gosh. Um, but you know what? <laughs> boring bachelor for boring bachelor. So yeah. he's getting advice from the right guy. So question for you, this total sidebar. All of a sudden, the rose ceremony and Jesse talking to each one of the women as they walked in. Did he get more, his teeth get more white? Because I couldn't quit looking at his teeth. And I'm like, oh my God, what, could we just turn Jesse's teeth down? I didn't notice that. But if he doesn't, I, I wouldn't, I would be so not shocked to hear he has veneers. Oh yeah. It's just so distracting. I can hardly stand it. Um, and I don't know why it annoyed me all of a sudden, but I think because he was talking to each one of them, I was just like, I, I can't, I can't hear anything. I just see teeth. Um, so a couple notes from the rose ceremony. First of all, I thought Katie's dress was so fun, so different. And then also she looked stunned that she did not get the first rose. Like the look on her face was, um, fear and complete shock. Yeah. Don't have a lot to say on that. I mean, she's probably reading too much into it. Well, and then, so the last thing I want to give Zach an F minus for how his exit with charity went. He totally bombed. Like he didn't say a word. He just sat there in silence. So she had to do the lifting. Um, 
And then he's like, oh, maybe I made a mistake. And she's like, uh, no, don't say that. Like, that's just, that's humiliating. Like, I just sent you home and had, you just had this big emotional, but what if I made the wrong mistake? No, no, you made a decision. And then he talks about, I was sick to my stomach all day, like making himself, centering himself instead of focusing on her and how to make her okay. I was just like, oh, not not a fan. I I think that's what happens when you start talking out of your ass a little bit. Yeah. Well, and like you said, it looked like uh, he wasn't that upset when Charity got in that. I'm glad that you're on board with that because I thought I was going to have to convince you. Yeah, the cry was fake. No, no, I was. I I felt exactly the same. And so, observation on women tell all. You know how a lot of times they have somebody come up in the hot seat and yep. talk to him. Yep. He didn't. That do should that. be charity. Yeah. Yeah, he did do it with charity, but usually they throw a bunch of the women up there. I don't think he's. I think he's like, nah, not doing it. Well, wait a minute. Then doesn't that align with what normally happens? Charity comes up or charity came up and it's typically the one who got eliminated the most recently. Yeah, but I think sometimes they'll do a couple like. Well, yeah, if you really fucked a couple people over, which he kind of had. Yeah, I guess he didn't. Yeah, fair. So other. So and there we are. We have three left. (laughs) I think. uh, (laughs) Why are you laughing? I love that transition. So. There we are. There we have it. Three. <laughs> so you and I both think he's going to pick Katie. Oh, yeah. Not even close. Is I, Katie- and I, I had a hot take coming into the season that he wasn't going to end up with anyone. And I should have known, duh, boring bachelor, boring season. He's going to end up with someone. Duh. It'd be too, it'd be too exciting for him <laughs> to not end up with someone. Yeah. And, okay, so is Katie the one that he, during sex week, he has sex with? That's what I'm getting from the previews. Or did you not uh, so watch I didn't, the I didn't watch the previews, and maybe that's how I missed the charity thing. Um, I would – typically, I'm under the assumption that they're having sex with all of them. And this time around, I'm so confident that he's confident in Katie that I'm pretty sure he's just going to have sex with Katie. Well, so I I don't want to ruin me. it for Follow you. Me. Go ahead. I don't care. Clearly, you haven't like watched the previews. Okay. So what? So he tells the women that he's not going to have sex with anyone. He makes a decision. And then he does have sex with one of them. Whoops. And it, and apparently they find out. So, um, so yeah, next week's not going to be a cakewalk for him. So he, he's been really doing a great job. Love that for him. Nice. <laughs> hey, love is blinding. So there you go. It, it, Exactly. So I wanted to poke at a couple more things on the women tell all um, Brooklyn. Ugh. She and Kat. I mean, for me, I don't enjoy that. There's nothing no, about that that I enjoy. I I really don't like Brooklyn. And I also think you see a lot of women like her in past seasons where it's like this weird like okay there's someone in the group who's pissing everyone off and i'm gonna be the one who's empowered to tell them to their face that they're a piece of shit and then it's like well hold on now you're a piece of shit like stop i i just hate that that like that like uh oh we get supported i'm supported because i can call out somebody it's like it doesn't take a strong person to call somebody out and tell them they're being annoying yeah anyway so i just don't like women who like get or anyone uh who like get to the get down to the level of the person who's being a child, you know, childish or uh, immature or whatever it is. 
And I don't have a problem with you saying it. Like, I really liked um, when she corrected Christina at when Charity got the group date rose and was like, you just stole her moment. That's not okay. I think it's okay to say it and to even say it as strong as she does, but to keep going. Right, right. And I agree with you. I think uh, if it it was just that moment she said, yo, that was fucked up, fine. Yeah. But it was like every, and it wasn't just Christina, right? That's what the other thing that started to bother yeah. me is then, then you see it as a trend with her. It's like, right. okay, then it's Christina. Now it's Kat. Like she just feels like she is the spokesperson for this group and has to tell everyone or has to tell the worst person in the room that they're the worst person in the room. And I'm just like, dude, shut up. Yeah. Like I, I, the point where I almost like, where I was really upset with how she handled it was when she walked into the room with Charity and uh, Kat. I was like, you just don't need to be there. There's absolutely no reason you need to be there. Anyway, uh, I digress. That's my soapbox. I was not a fan of her. So cat, mean girl or nice? Because I think cat, you know, you kind of, you're like, okay, Brooklyn layoff. But I have a feeling cat is kind of that mean girl. Yeah, I'm sure she's just like self-centered. But I'm sure you could say that about every single woman on here. It's, I don't know, the whole like we had a pact not to go talk to him and you broke it. Oh, fucking grow up. What are you five? (laughs) Like that's, that's such so lame. So I agree with Kat in the sense that she had every right to go pull him, but she also earned, you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You also earn all the shit where people are going to be mad at you. So yeah. Yeah. uh, I think Kat is a example of someone who's been on this show. Who's somewhat immature because she's probably got what she's wanted a lot and doesn't yeah. really know how to deal with it. Let's talk, you and I didn't get to talk because we didn't tape that week about Jess and um, her. Oh, yeah. how, she left because there was a one-on-one. She wanted a one-on-one really bad and Zach got really pissed and was just like, okay, we're not, this isn't happening. Um, where did you land on all of that? I don't know, but uh, seeing her again, I was once again reminded of how yeah, it's just good that didn't work out because she's. I think I. I guess it's really just reflective of her age and her maturity. Like she's so young, and she's yeah. just so like. Well, I wanted a one on one. It's like it's not. She she was saying like it's not about the one on one. It's about like the time. And it's I, yeah. Then say that. Then be like, hi. I just don't feel like we've spent enough quality time together. I'm starting to feel insecure. And it's, and I also was thinking through that like. At some point, it also with this show specifically, it doesn't necessarily help you find the person who you're going to fit the best with. It finds the person who you're going to fit the best with of the ones who can withstand the experience. Cause yeah. I think that takes out a lot of people who would maybe go far. Otherwise it's like, I also was thinking about how do they do that after, right? Like if you're, let's say you picks Katie, if you're Katie and then you guys are together, like I would not want him talking to any of his exes. And I, but then also you're probably really close with all those girls. So then do you go see them? Because, but then like, if, you, if it's all a group event where you're all yeah. the same guy and then you show up and you're still with him, like, isn't everybody kind of like, why is she here? Like, that's kind of a bitch move. So then that's weird. And then yeah. if, if you don't talk to everybody and you decide to, Hey, we're, you know, me and Zach are going to go do our own thing and you guys do your thing and we're going to stay away from each other. Well, then what happens when he dumps you? And then you're like, Oh, I miss all my friends. I don't know. Anyway, it just makes a lot, for a lot of awkwardness that I don't think I'm mature enough to handle. Uh, and I would I would say that n- not a lot of these women are either. But, you know, yeah. once you get to the end here, you've got a, f- a bunch of people who have done a good job of handling themselves through that experience. Yeah. Uh, well, and it, I thought the Jess thing was complicated. 
and he wasn't being totally truthful. So if we rely on bachelor data, no one who gets a date that far into the, um, the series has ever been chosen. So if you know about the series or you don't, uh, being chosen to go on a one-on-one that late does not, is not a great thing. Um, and then he was like, but I'm so secure in us. You don't need more time. <laughs> and I'm like, that wasn't, I'm so secure in us, but if you need more time, you need to go. And I'm like, so how secure were you? Like, cause he wasn't willing to sit down and have that conversation. Sure. Um, so yeah, I thought that so was easy for him to be secure. <laughs> yeah. And then let's talk a little bit about Greer. I saw this meme about like they were showing a face. So there's been a lot of um, racist things that have happened with contestants for many, many years and the bachelors never addressed it. And Greer is the one that finally, you know, sat on stage and, and had to address it. I guess um, Matt James. I was about to say Rachel did too. Rachel did. Yeah. Rachel had to, but yes. So Rachel did. Absolutely. What am I talking about? Um, but they did pull Greer up on stage and, um, and had her talk about that. And I think that is, is a good thing. I, I really appreciate Michelle Young because she's like, it's a great thing, but it's the proof is in the pudding of like people continuing to do the work, not just while it's happening in that moment. So she's like, I really hope that the work happens so we don't have to keep having these conversations, but I thought Greer handled it great. In um, that in in that context, what is she meaning? Is she talking about Greer in her time, or is she talking about like these type of people not coming on the show anymore? She's talking about Greer and about the rest of us. You know, like you could do the you could go research. Um, what I'm happened. just trying to see. I'm trying to say, like, how would you see the proof in the pudding? That Greer keeps doing the work. I mean, she won't see it, but a lot of people are performative and like, oh, I'm so sorry this happened. And then you never think about it again and you keep doing the same thing. Right. Like I hear what you're saying, but how would I, how would anyone know if Greer is continuing to do the work? Oh, they, they, I mean, I'm sure her friends will know, but yeah, I don't think she's like trying to watch Greer and see if it, that's just a general statement to- all of us like keep doing the work. Don't just make it be this one, one time thing. Sure. Yeah. So, but poor Greer, that was nasty. We haven't talked about all of the COVID stuff. Like how interesting that COVID really screwed this, this show over a little bit. Like women lost a lot of time. Greer was, she, she had no chance after she got COVID um, really interesting that they had to pivot when the lead gets COVID and then somebody else does too. Yeah. I mean, she was probably crashing and burning pre COVID anyway, but yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting for sure. It was super interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there was anything else from women tell all that was that intriguing. I don't think it was, I mean, you know, I think it was fine. Um, yeah, we just, I mean, we had one or two that tried to pipe up and say some stuff to, you know, get their, get their popularity licks in real quick. Yeah. Um, I think I would like to talk about who we see on paradise or was that also in the spoiler? No, 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 it wasn't. Um, I did listen to a podcast to prep for today and they were interviewing Ali Mercedes and Brooklyn. 
And all three yeah. of them said they would be interested in going to paradise. Yeah, that that sounds about right. And I think something you said about Allie, and she said that it was really inter- It was very healing for her to watch the show back because she realized, and you knew this after their date. She was like, oh, my God, I was in the friend zone. He was he was like really yeah. hugging some of these women. And then I'd get the like shoulder, <laughs> the side hug. And she's yeah, like, I I'm just like watching this back and going, oh, I was never in the running. <laughs> yeah. That's why you I, I knew that. Yeah. You kept coming on and being like, I love Allie. And I was like, Allie is who is Allie? She got no shot. That was the most forgettable <laughs> thing I've ever seen. I do really like her. But yeah, I and. That I, I appreciated her saying that too. Like sure. you watch it back and you're like, oh yeah, I wasn't even, I wasn't even, it was kind of like Brooklyn when they went on that uh, second one-on-one, I knew he was going to send her home after that. Cause you just did not see any kind of chemistry between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, I, I don't know. It's been, it's been interesting seeing him. Cause it's like, you don't, he doesn't really fake that stuff. So it's pretty easy to tell. You know what I mean? True. So that's why right now it's like, oh, it's it's Katie. It's, Katie. <laughs> it's not really it's it's really not close either. Like, holy shit, it's Katie. Right. Um, and I'm not I'm not sad about that. If if he ends up picking Katie, I'm not sad about that. No, I think yeah, it seems like they're doing good. I don't know. I yeah. got I got no qualms. Uh, yeah. And that gives me double the chance to see them out in uh in Austin. Yeah, and, I, and then I would to go. Oh, look! It's Zach and Katie, and then I'd turn the other way. <laughs> I I didn't get have any spottings in San Diego this time, so I was a Damn little it, disappointed. Mom. I what know. What's wrong with you? It was a little rainy, so I think I think the beautiful <laughs> people stayed inside. What you mean? I can't take my shirt off. James would stay inside this weekend. <laughs> yeah. So yes. Um, well, I think that's all I have. I. It, I can't believe that's all I can think of to talk about, but I've, I have really enjoyed it, but I will. Definitely, there's definitely more that we miss in there. That's what happens when you take a couple weeks off. So yeah, uh, we will be back next week this time for realsies um, to talk final three. Yeah. We'll talk, we'll talk sex, sex suites or whatever. Sex it's week, sex week, <laughs> sex week. Nice. Yep. All right. Well, we love to talk about sex. This is my favorite part of the podcast when me and my mom get to talk about sex. Cool. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Catch you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. I'm not the kind of girl that you're taking pictures with, that you're seeing in the daylight. You're not the kind of girl that you're eating breakfast with, that you're talking about to your friends. Not the kind of girl you bring home to mama.